Good morning, welcome to Toolkit Tuesdays. I'm Trisha Clark, Director of Marketing here at Dealership Toolkit. And today I have with me Erin Chastine. She is a, one of our BDC managers. Hey Erin, how are you? I am well, Trisha, how are you today? I am great and I am so excited to, to finally have you on. Um, I've become a huge fan of our BDC and the work that you guys are doing and I'm seeing so many testimonials. You know, I've been in uh, working with dealerships probably well, we're going over 20 years at this point <laughs> to admit that, but yes, over 20 years now working with dealers. And, you know, when it comes to a BDC, I have heard so many, but you know, we have a BDC. We don't have a BDC. We, it's too much work to get a BDC. I can't possibly hire an outside BDC because they don't know who we are. They don't know what we do. They don't speak for the dealership. They don't know our culture. You know, to me, that's always been one of the biggest hurdles of, why a dealer would not want to utilize an outside BDC. What do you say to that? What is your process? How, how do you integrate yourself with the dealer not working in the dealership? Sure. Um, so the first thing that I tell everybody is that the jitters are normal. Every single client that we have in the BDC is has hesitations and reservations and I think that they will that they will all attest to the fact that after we get started and after that 30 day like getting to know you phase, um, we feel like we're just down the hallway. That's something that it all starts in the onboarding process. Um, when we first, you know, agree to do business together, um, we dig deep into what sets your dealership apart? What makes you special? How do you handle your customers? Are you ultra aggressive? Are you super laid back? What, you know, how do, how do you want us to, to present your dealership as basically the front lines of, of you know, internet commerce? And um, we dig really deep into that because that's something that, that we really take to heart and we tailor to every single one of our customers. We have clients in the BDC who've never had a BDC before. We have clients who've had on-site BDCs for years and years and years. Um, we've had clients who have outsourced their BDCs before and, and ultimately ended up with us. Um, so we have a very broad spectrum of different type of, of clients that we deal with. And, you know, it's funny sometimes um, we have one particular client that I can think of in, uh, before we went live. Uh, myself and our implementation manager had a meeting with him and he was really kind of like, hesitant about a lot of things and well what about this and what about that and and she and I just kind of laughed and we're like this is normal give us a couple weeks like give us this is all stuff we've heard before like put your hesitations to bed because whatever you want us to do is what we're going to do we want to be an extension of your dealership we want to to put forth the culture that you guys have already. Um, and, and that's very important to us. And I think that that's something that really sets us apart as a third party BDC um, is that we are very much tailored to you and tailored to how do you want this lead source handled and how do you want these customers handled? And, you know, do you want us to, to tell them this? Do you want us to say this? Like everything that we, that we follow are rules that the client sets in place. So, if this is how your house BDC has been doing it for years and years, and that's what's working, that's what we're going to do too. And I, you know, I do feel that we are an extension of your dealership. And 
we want you to feel like we're just sitting down the hallway to quote, you know, another, another client, but, um, we do, we want you to feel that way. And it's amazing to watch, um, the first 30 days of being live with a new client because you see those relationships form. We may not be sitting down the hallway from you, but we still have a relationship with your sales staff and we still have a relationship with your sales managers. And that those are just bonds that, you know, form over time anyway, regardless of the fact that we're on site or not. Um, and I think that it's important that we have that really open line of communication with all of our clients so that we do kind of help to bridge that gap, I guess. So when it comes down to launching a store, I mean, are you meeting with just the general managers? Are you meeting with uh, some of the sales staff? Are you looking into their, their why buys and their branding and their, I mean, are you, you're, you're get, just gathering all of that information I guess Absolutely. launching so that you can get a really good feel and, and, and do you, you're training, I guess, the actual agents on that, or are they also sitting in? How does that work? So we do, um, to start, we, we deal with usually, um, you know, what, wh whoever the point of contact at the, at the, at the store is going to be. Um, we do always have a meet and greet meeting with the entire um, sales manager staff, whoever it's really up to the client. If they want their salespeople to be in on it as well, then, you know, they bring their salespeople in on it. A lot of larger dealers will just have um, management to start and then they'll bring in sales staff if they're smaller. We've had it both ways. Um, that gives everyone the opportunity to ask questions of certain situations. How do you handle uh, certain things. How do you, you know, how are we going to do this? What are we going to do here? A lot of that gets hashed out uh, in the first 30 days. I think um, a lot of, there are some times that we set forth like certain standards before we go live and then we have to tweak those as we go. But that's, that's part of like the customization. That's part of us tailoring ourselves to suit your culture and to suit what you guys are looking for in a third party BDC. Um, and, and I think that just the kind of the getting to know you phase is a very important um, bonding time in our, in our relationship as your third party BDC, because there's a lot that's like, okay, what's working, what's not working, what should we do differently? You know? And, and I think that um, a lot of, what we use in our verbiage and, and our templates and stuff is very tailored to, are you an RV priority network member? Are you, right. you know, do you offer warranty forever? Do you do this? Do you do that? What kind of service contracts do you have? Um, so a lot of those things are things that we find out at the very beginning so that when we are actually in it and we are talking to your customers and we are, you know, presenting ourselves as your company, um, we can adapt to that mindset and, and, you know, just be, like I said, an extension of who you guys already are and, and the culture that you want to uphold. Chris, uh, Chris Lurch, or Chris Lurch, Chris Reader from Lurch RV. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> uh, you know, he had, he gave you a wonderful compliment and he said, Aaron is worth her weight in gold. He said, you've been absolutely amazing. Was he hesitant on, on moving forward, um, you know, he, he actually says, you know, that just as you had stated earlier, that he sometimes forgets that you guys are right down the hall. How often are you speaking with the GMs or with the team? How often on a week, let's, let's say a weekly basis? 
I think that uh, varies client by client. It's funny that you mentioned Chris. Um, mm -hmm. I adore Chris. He's a super nice guy. I really enjoy working with him. Um, he, uh, he was the person that I was referring to whenever I was talking <laughs> meeting that we had and him being very hesitant and us just laughing and saying this is normal you know just just let's go with the flow it'll be fine and 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 here we are now and we have a great relationship with them and and you know he did mention um in in the interview that he did with you that he does feel like we're just down the hall and and with you know with with our bdc and and lurch rv we are in daily communication with them regarding what's going on with customers. Um, we talk to their sales staff. We talk to Chris. We talk to the management, everybody daily, multiple, like for their entire duration of their business hours, basically. Um, as soon as we get a customer to the point that, that we either set an appointment or, or they start getting into questions that maybe we can't answer, we get them directly in contact with someone at Lurch. Um, as far as, you know, my communication with the with the sale or with the management or, or the, the general manager whoever you know um represents the dealer and is kind of the face of the client um i it depends it goes it's client to client i talked to chris briefly yesterday um about some stuff that's going on in in pennsylvania and, and some changes they're making with with everything going on in the world right now and um i you know had the opportunity to to chat with them a little bit yesterday and um you know but sometimes it's sometimes it's once a week sometimes it's every day sometimes you know it's an as needed thing and i think one thing that that chris mentioned that he appreciates is that we're so quick to respond and we're so easily accessible and we are like that with all of our clients um we we want to know on a daily you know i've got i've got my phone on me 24 hours a day and you know I do, I want to be easily available and easily accessible. And if there are ever any, you know, sudden changes, especially right now with the nature of, of the country yeah. and in this pandemic, um, there are a lot of sudden changes and there have been a lot of, of, you know, things that dealers have had to do to adapt to um, what they're allowed to do in today's, you know, circumstances. So um, I would say over the past, you know, two months, I've been in a lot more re like current contact with the client than, um, than what I typically would be. But again, it's different for all of them. They, they contact me as often as they need me. And, and, and I want that to be every day. If, if they need me every day, I want them to contact us every day. Um, as far as the, the individual BD agents, they are in contact with, they are in constant contact for the duration of business hours with everyone who is set up to to take lead assignments so anytime we have a customer that needs to be turned over to the store the sales staff you know go they they communicate all of the pertinent information um with with the or they, the bdas communicate all that information with the sales staff um and you know we're in we're in very regular communication it really does feel like you know a lot of times that we're just sitting down the hallway um, and, and, and they develop relationships to where if there's a question about a certain customer, they'll pick up the phone and just call. And it's not even, you know, I'm going to shoot this person an email and find out what's going on. I'm just going to call that guy. Like I talk to him on a daily basis anyway. So, you know, they do develop relationships after working together for a while, especially working so closely together. Um, and I really do feel that that helps to close the gap. The, the open line of communication is what we, um, we really appreciate that of our clients that, 
you know, they're so willing to just have a very open line with us. That's great. You know, uh, what about the dealership that might have a BDC or might have a BDC manager, but you are still doing work with them? How does that relationship work? So um, that's a good question. We, we have several clients who do have an on-site um, internet sales manager or BDC director or sometimes on-site BDC agents. And I find that it's extremely valuable to have them as, as a tool and, and as, um, you know, an ally in this whole process because sometimes there are things, it's limited on what we can't do, but we're not sitting you know, right there on the lot. And we're not like, we, we try to bridge that gap as absolute much as we can. But I have found that the onsite, like the onsite BDC managers definitely act as, you know, they help to close that even further. Um, and, and they kind of already know how they've been handling things or how, you know, how their BDC has always run and they can just help extend that knowledge to us and say, you know, this is how we like for, for this to be handled. And this is how we like to do these things. And that's great. So, you know, we have, we have one more person that we can contact and ask questions if we have them. Um, but you know, I find with, with the BDCs, or with the clients we have that have on-site BDCs already or an on-site BDC manager, um, we work very well in tandem with them. Is it typically you're handling more of an overflow of business for them or is it that you are handling the majority of the, of the inbound calls? How does that typically? Some, it's some of all, all of that, whatever, yeah. whatever you guys want. Um, we have, we have some clients that, that we just handle, um, we handle overflow for. We have some clients that we handle all of the traffic for incoming sales calls, incoming sales leads. Um, we, we have some clients that, you know, we, we don't necessarily take leads, but we work their task list and we still set appointments and we still get customers in the door and, you know, we still report on that. And um, so it's a very broad spectrum of, of what we what we do. I would say the majority of the customers that or the clients that we have that we deal with, um, we do most, if not all of the incoming sales sales stuff. Um, but we are definitely willing to tailor that to whatever the client's needs are. Um, maybe, maybe the client doesn't really have a need for, you know, a full-blown BDC, but definitely still wants, you know, a couple people available to help with the overflow. Great. We'll do that. You know, we just have, we, we kind of negotiate that at the beginning and, and see how things work out. And we also have had um, a couple clients that will bring us on as backup and then end up using us as primary. Um, so, you know, I think it sometimes it develops over time. Um, and, and I always, I always like it when that happens just cause I, you know, feels good about what we're doing, yeah. but, um, but it, it's definitely a very broad spectrum on, on exactly what we do. Um, it's, it's tailored to each individual client. And I think that's kind of what sets us apart. What do you, what are you most proud of with the BDC that we have now created at, at dealership toolkit? Hands down. I am proud of my team. I, there is absolutely no way that our BDC would be where it is today without each and every one of them. They are all so unique and so just so good at what they do. 
Um, they have some really great relationships with our clients and with the sales staff and with the managers. Um, they, they all have experience. They all have a ton of experience. Some of them I have worked with for longer than I care to admit. Um, <laughs> but hands down, the thing I am most proud of would definitely be the team of just hardworking, very talented BDAs that we have. Um, I think that any, any dealer would be so lucky to have them as part of their BDC. Erin, you and I do not get to talk often. We're, we're kind of on different sides of the house. So it was such a pleasure to get to speak with you, you this too. to hear a little bit more about the BDC. And thank you and have a great rest of your day. And everybody, please feel free. Join us again next week on Toolkit Tuesday. Thanks. Thanks so much, Trisha. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.